Hello, my name is Hayley Morris and this is Conversation Time. Hello, welcome back to Conversation Time. Today I am joined by one of my nearest and dearest friends. Her name is Imi May. I will tell you a little bit about her before I let her introduce herself. She is one of my oldest friends and I think that she is just one of the most wonderful people on the planet. She is so positive about everything, even in awful situations, and she's one of those people that will always, always, always big you up and make you feel better about yourself. She is kind of what you want in every friend and every support network you have. She will never make you feel bad about yourself and even if you've done something wrong, she'll find a way to pull a positive out of it, which I think is such an amazing trait to have as a human being. But I'm so grateful that she took time out of her day and she's got a very busy schedule at the moment with her job. So I'm very grateful that she allowed me to have that time to have this conversation with her. I'm very excited to share this human being with you and I hope that you will follow her on Instagram at Cake and Yoga Club and support her venture. And yeah, I just, I think you're really gonna like this lady. She is wonderful. And if you know her personally, then you will know what a ray of sunshine she is. So without further ado, I will let her introduce herself. Hello, everybody. My name is Immy, last name May. People seem to think I'm double-barreled, Immy May. And I am the founder of Cake and Yogi Club. Yay. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, I'm so happy to have you here. Virtually, yes, we are completely social distance, making it very difficult, but here we are. It's all good. Do you know what? I'm way more comfortable on Zoom these days than I would have ever been before. Because usually you'd feel really awkward. But I think we're so used to like sitting here on Zoom that I feel pretty chilled out. Got my cup of tea. Really nice. natural. So natural. <laughs> Enjoying it. Loving it. No, I feel like I've, I didn't really know what Zoom was before lockdown and now suddenly it's everyone's best friend yeah literally no idea what zoom was and i was like what the bloody hell is this and then there was those um memes going around like, memes memes going around like <laughs> behind coronavirus is zoom I think. you know what really makes me laugh though everyone was doing these quizzes and they were like several times a week everyone did one and now all of a sudden they've just gone everyone just can't be asked anymore to but be honest no one, sorry no I one's talking awful, about it no one talks about the quizzes it's because all of our general knowledge is just so good <laughs> that we're like do you know what you can't you can ask me anything can i know i mean <laughs> Hayley, tell me the capital of australia Oh, I know this, Canberra. That's right. See? Ding, ding. I didn't know that before. Ding, dong. She knows. Ding, dong. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a, it's, it's so weird. We've gone through so many different chapters of lockdown. And yeah. I feel like even though we're all having our own individual experience, like there's so many similarities of like the quizzes and the bread making and the banana bread and yeah. just like all of this stuff that we've, you know, people hoarding pasta, toilet roll. It's just really weird how we've kind of all experienced this together. I feel like as well, everyone's kind of had the same emotional roller coaster where there's a day where you're like, oh my God, everything's amazing. I am on top of the world. And then a day later, you're like, I just don't want to get out of bed anymore. What's the point? And then the next day, you're like, do you know what? Everything's going to be fine. It'll be all right. And then the next day, you're back to being like, ah. I just think this is like classic humans, classic human behavior. Because I think, like, there's been so many reminders over the last, what, three months of, like, 
the fact that simplifying is so good um, for us and getting back to the basics and actually spending time out in nature and having a bit more of a balance in our lives because before all of this I would have never gone out for like one walk a day or a run or something like that and now it's like a priority to get out for that walk or I don't know it's been so nice I think some days you really relish in that but then as others I think we have no stability and as humans we really need to sort of know what's going on and there's just like nothing um and I found that really difficult yeah and I think it's strange as well to realize how little exercise you maybe were doing before because you suddenly think oh I need to go out or maybe we you just the general things like walking to and from work or walking to and from like the tube station or your car and you don't have that anymore so you start to be like oh hang on I need to like actually get outside and do things yeah and... get like stir crazy don't you like fuck, mm. fuck I haven't been outside in like three days <laughs> and you have to get going but I don't know it's there's so many highlights I think of this time and um, and although with my work I lost all of my clients and everything that I had planned stopped and if I come to think of that I get really well I like feel really like upset but then I just remind myself that we're all going through this as a collective and I know some people are like creaming off of it like I know like Durex (laughs) I've done like really well and like I don't know all of that but yeah I'm trying to just remind myself that we're kind of all moving through this together um but yeah, it's it's been a mad mad times. It mad has times, and you've kind of taken your job online now, really, haven't you? With at the mm. beginning, you were doing what was it, two live streams a day, yeah. eight and eight pm. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that was the thing. Is I just arrived back from Bali at the time, and it was such a weird thing because before I left, everything was going really well, and I had. Um, collaboration coming up with by Chloe which is quite a big um, I guess like vegan eatery eatery, eatery. In, um, so hip. <laughs> yeah so hip an eatery and my retreat first one and I was about to release some merchandise as well and everything was so I don't know going really well and as soon as I got back from Bali it was like okay like I've lost everything all of my clients um, and so I was like okay how am I going to carry people through this time because people do need some form of structure they need I guess encouragement to keep on moving and to keep coming back to yoga I guess and so I thought it'd be quite nice to do 8am and 8pm every single day which was quite a big commitment to be honest and although I loved it because it gave me something to get up for because otherwise there's nothing really to get up for and there's it's really difficult to kind of wind down as well because there's so much going on in the news um I needed that sort of TLC and I think everybody else did as well so it was quite a special time I think the first month I consistently did it every single day and um, I've never seen Cake and Yoga Club grow that much um, in chart. Uh, chart? <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen it chart <laughs> in such a short amount of time. Bloody hell, I can't speak today. Um, yeah, and it was amazing to see how you can really have that community, um, even if you're not face to face with people teaching a class. It was so good, and it was all donation based. Um, and unfortunately, because I haven't got any other work coming in I did need to pay my rent and I felt I was so 
it was so difficult for me to kind of make these decisions of how to change because providing a free service for everybody was so lovely and doing that every single day but I started to feel really anxious because I think I hadn't processed what was going on at all and I didn't realize why I was feeling so anxious but then like to be honest there's a lot to feel anxious about and I needed to process it um, and I felt like I couldn't teach a really good class if I hadn't kind of looked after myself properly and also I wasn't having any money coming in except for donations which was really great so I had to kind of navigate and pivot again from that from going all at it because to be honest I thought we'd be in lockdown for about a month yeah and so I did do we all underestimated it (laughs) we totally did and I was like yeah I'm I'm really committed to like almost putting myself out slightly but I really want to provide good stuff for the cake and yoga club community and anyone else who needs it but that's why I've kind of gone to doing this membership option which has been good um but at the same time so many people are looking after sort of their money and same with me like people don't have money and you can't really commit to payments and it's it's a really difficult time for business um because and especially as I mean a lot of people I know that are doing the online classes my friend Joey he's been doing them while being furloughed. So he works for um, a company and then they're still paying him, but off his own back, he decided to start doing live. So he has that support. Whereas for you, you're employed by yourself. So it's definitely been more of a a difficulty for you. And I've always thought from the beginning, I thought, I hope people were donating lots of money. And, but then you think, but will people be donating like they would in a normal situation where they've all got jobs and they're all getting paid and, it's, oh, it's very no. difficult it's really difficult because I've kind of fallen between the cracks of um like I don't obviously I don't get any furlough um and I think the furlough scheme is amazing I don't get that um and I also I'm not entitled to any universal credit I'm also not entitled to any help for self-employed because I haven't I've only been self-employed for two years um so I've really kind of landed in a bit of a tricky place um because I don't have any sort of backup so I've really I've worked I, I mean people mention that there's like they've got so much spare time which I think is so good for people to have this time where they're like oh what should I do with my time but I've just been working straight this whole time like over the weekends into the night and you think as like a yoga brand that I should be practicing what I preach and I I do to a certain extent and I've started to I've really worked hard on things like anxiety for years now so I've kind of noticed what I need and when I need to step back but it's not been an easy ride at all and I know it's it's not been for a lot of people but I've really found it hard and I still find it hard today and I'm just trying I guess I'm just trying my best but oh a crazy time who would have ever thought this would happen and it's it's one of those things I know and it's it's one of those things where you finally find like your passion and what you really want to do and then it's like oh just going to come along and make that really difficult for you now by the way yeah a global pandemic and yeah I I feel kind of I really I feel proud of myself and I feel, feel proud of so many others for like how they've managed this situation because it's um it's a really weird one it pushes you out of your comfort zone so much because I would have never thought to even teach in front of a camera or record or 
bloody edit I remember I was speaking to you I was like well I don't know how to do this and it was so stressful um but you do it because you have to and I'm I'm impressed that I've managed to kind of commit to that and carry on and keep on trying to do better I guess um and stay true to like what I what I want to get from Cake and Yoga Club which is making sure everybody feels like they belong and they can afford to take part even if they don't have any money um so it's a real balance of trying to actually keep yourself afloat but also serving stuff to people who might not be able to afford the classes because they will have it as well so um yeah tricky times but I wouldn't have it any other way I, I quite like I quite like going through hard times in a really weird way because having that grit and like the difficulty then sort of teaches you for the future I don't know makes you stronger for sure it does make you stronger and I would hate to have an easy ride and things just to go well for for me because then if anything does go wrong down the line I'll just be I would I'd be devastated I wouldn't know what to do because I've never experienced anything that's hard and that challenges me um so yeah it's all good stuff even yeah. if I'm living in a box in Hyde Park by the end of this. <laughs> I hope not. I don't think you'll go that way. Fingers crossed for you, but... No, that's it. Like, I've, I'm thankful. Like, I've, I'm bloody privileged because I, I could go home if mm. I want to die. I have somewhere I could go if I yeah. couldn't afford to pay my rent anymore. Um, so that, I definitely, I recognise that. Um, but, you know, it's, it's still difficult, but hey ho there we go we'll get through it all eventually we'll be we will indeed we'll all be fine and there's so much good that has come out of this as well we you know we're all becoming much more connected with each other and with nature and everything else that's going on all these conversations like I I think it's such a pivotal time I do too and I I almost part of me it sounds really bad but part of me sometimes is like I I don't want to go back to how we were before because we just kind of breezed through life not really noticing anything not really taking note of other people or what we actually enjoy doing and suddenly everyone slowed down and it's particularly the people that are higher up and the people that are workaholics that have probably stopped and gone oh do you know what there's actually way more to life than my job mm-hmm. and I can actually spend more time with my family I can spend more time doing the things I enjoy and when you now think well, when it goes back to normal is that all just going to be forgotten again yeah I feel I feel like there's an anxiety about lockdown easing and I've definitely felt it because there really is no normal to be getting back to um and I think we've all taken this time a little bit to look back on like what we were doing and and what was serving us and what really wasn't and maybe this is the time to sort of weed out the things that we weren't actually enjoying and they weren't making our lives any more enriched and I think we need to kind of really think about that and go forward in a way that's going to, um, I don't know, really, I guess, serve us and make us happy. Um, and it's maybe it takes this for you to recognise what wasn't working and maybe what you were missing out on. Like I've spoken to quite a few people who they're like balanced between work and life. And I know it kind of all merges into one, but it's become so much better because you actually have time to breathe and to think and to it's mad <laughs> it's just crazy so I, I do um, feel yeah definitely it's, <laughs> it's even thinking about the people that <laughs> talking over each other <laughs> it's even yeah. thinking about like the people that 
like Ella, my friend, she's um, on the Isle of Wight and she commutes over to South Sea every day, which is not a huge commute, but she, during lockdown, has gone, my God, I spend over an hour every day commuting to and fro. And in that time, I'm wasting just my life. Like, yeah. what's the point? when The commute thing is, re- is so redundant now isn't it like everyone can work from home yeah. you can go in when you need to but like spending so much time and money on these things is just like a little bit I guess pointless I, I don't know but at the time before all of this happened it was just such a normality um but I do think people are have got quite used to this lifestyle of like not isolation but just slowing down and not being required to be everywhere all at once that some people are starting to get a little bit anxious about it all kind of potentially going back to how it was which I I don't think it will but I think talk of things opening up people going back into work I think people were a bit like oh for many different reasons but I think it's a lot because people have reflected and actually they don't want that anymore (laughs) like they don't want to go back that's the thing and right now I'm out of work and I I'm looking online and what I do on location is I select work from home because for me I'm like I knowing that everyone else has worked fine away from the office and from their home I don't I don't want to do that anymore I don't want to have to go into an office and working in an office for me means I have to live in London really because it's where the kind of work I want to do is whereas if it's work from home I can be on the Isle of Wight, I can be up north, I can be anywhere I want to be and not have that tie with staying in the office. And it comes back, do you remember that on the, fun fact, Immy was um, actually part of my last failed podcast. (laughs) Um, Oh yeah. The quarter life crisis. Um, We did a whole episode, uh, episode? wow, we did a whole episode. (laughs) Episode. (laughs) You know, great old episode. (laughs) We did a whole episode on that kind of work culture where you're expected to be in the office first thing and be the first one in there and then be the last one in there. And it's almost like a silent competition of who can spend the majority of their life in that office, which is so just is that mad. insane? It's crazy yeah. when you think of it. Like offices are, I mean, they're brilliant places to sort of garner, I guess, like culture and all of that like that's brilliant but I I think it's amazing especially for the creative industries for you to for people to be able to cut their ties with that location and and having to be there because it does not work for so many people um living in a city does not work for so many people and if you can have those amazing sort of creative endeavors and be able to stay in a place that fulfills you and makes you feel good um, and that actually inspires you to be creative, then that is an amazing thing um, for, you know, so, there's so many creative people, especially on the Isle of Wight, I find, um, but they can't have those jobs because they're on the Isle of Wight and they can't commute. So I'm no, and it's, it's yeah. one of those, it's, it's difficult living on the Isle of Wight because there's so much beauty here really, isn't there? There's lovely walks, you live by the sea. There's so many positives to living here and the community is really nice but I've never wanted to live here because for me, I'm like, well, there's, there's literally nothing for me here. I'm not going to stay here. And I think a lot of people, they prioritize living here over a job, which I think is the right way to be really. Um, 
and this could open up so many more opportunities for them and I hope it does because like you said there are so many creative people that they just don't get the chance to do what they want to do because they're here and yeah it shouldn't it shouldn't restrict you and I, I really I, I really really hope that is the case and also for for employers as well because it means that you're not limited to sort of location you could do I don't know a couple of zoom calls with with your people a week and maybe you get together once a month in London or something or wherever you are um but I do think if you're a creative listening to this podcast and this is the time to reach out to those people that you'd love to work for and say well actually we could probably make this work and it's so nice for you as well because you don't have to do anything you don't have to move anywhere like you maybe just have to book travel once a month or something um I'm saying this because I'd love to hire the cake and yoga club at some point in the future and it would be amazing not to be limited so um we'll see what happens sorry this has become really like business focused I think (laughs) it's funny it's interesting it's so interesting everyone's kind of talking about it um and it's hard isn't it like conversations they always go this way at the moment because yeah I, I guess that's what's going on in your in your brain but it, we'll mad, see it? 2020 is a year <laughs> it just makes me laugh every time I look back at new year's eve and I just remember saying to Chris 2020 is gonna be our year and everyone did it everyone was like oh my god 2020 it's gonna be the year that we do so much and we had all these plans we were like we'll go back to Hawaii we'll finally buy our house we'll do all this amazing stuff and then it's like oh no (laughs) actually we're gonna lose our job we're (laughs) gonna have nothing both have to move back to our parents house and then just sit there feeling like oh this isn't what we wanted Ah, it's like ah 2020 has a ring to it and we're like well we're not sure what sort of ring it had to it the <laughs> ring of death I don't know oh, but awful. I am um, maybe we all needed this shake-up I feel like we probably all needed a massive shake-up and you know at the time it's been obviously it's like really turbulent right now and you would have never wanted to have been sent home and be living at home right now and I, I don't know something sometimes I feel like we all need a little bit of this to realize what we want and go back to the drawing board and think okay how can we move forward from here and and what do I really want out of life what what is really important to me right now um and because otherwise we kind of go through our lives in the way we feel like we should have done and I think a lot of people we will be reflecting right now on on what that course will be going forwards oh yeah definitely and I think the fact that you're in lockdown and you literally can't go anywhere you can't go and really get a new job and you can't there's literally nothing you can do and a lot of people are furloughed so they have all this time in the world to sit down not worry about money not coming in because they're furloughed and go right is this actually what I want to do because if it isn't I've now got the opportunity to learn a new skill or find a way of getting into what I actually want to do now and own it and then when we come out of lockdown eventually whenever that will be you can go and pursue what you actually want to do and I think for me and Chris we were gutted about losing our job at Disney but this is the first time in years that I've actually been able to spend a summer on the Isle of Wight and go in the sea every day and relax and just go for nice long walks so I mean there's definitely positives yeah this is a great (laughs) time for you isn't it to like 
just indulge in that in that time it's almost like it's forced time isn't it but when you think about forced time it doesn't have to be a bad thing so you're like well you know I have to be here right now so I may as well like really squeeze all of the juice out of it and really enjoy this time especially on the Isle of Wight I'm so jealous oh just would be so lovely but yeah we'll, we'll see we'll see how things pan out I know it's mad. I'm just hoping that 2021 things are feeling a bit more how they used to be. Not yeah. not completely back to normal, but just feeling a little bit more like normal and yeah. we can get on with our lives. We can get on with our lives. I just I think it's amazing how we're all living through this because we're gonna look back and be like, I can't believe we lived through like Trump and all of this stuff and like a pandemic and like all of like these mad mad things that are happening like we've we've kind of lived through it and sort of experienced it firsthand we'll be like sharing these stories for years and years to come and I, I think that's amazing um and it's such a, a massive sort of steep learning curve for so many people that I hope that we look back on it and think I don't know and there, there's some good stuff has kind of come from from that yeah we can move on but yeah because we were going to talk about fuck it moments aren't we yeah we've done a lot of those <laughs> we've done so many of those I was trying before we started recording I was trying to think of all of the fuck it moments but we've both had many so many I think <laughs> one of my worst ones was when I was at I won't name the company I was working for a brand in London in 2015 and I kind of got screwed over a little bit with certain things. Um, I wasn't paid very well and the campaign I'd been working on got scrapped and it was a very expensive campaign and they just scrapped it. And I said, can I get a pay rise? They said no. And I just remember going, fuck it. I'm not doing this Bye. anymore. I was like, no, do you know what? And I went straight onto SDA travel and just booked a, a ticket I booked a ticket to Australia one way and called my dad and was like um I'm going to Australia and he was like what I was like I've just booked one way ticket to Australia he was like have you do, you do you need a visa do you even know what you need for that and I was like I'll, I'll figure it out and he was like well, when have you booked it for I was like two months he was like in two months you're going you're just gonna go to Australia I was like yep yeah, I'm just I'm done <laughs> my housemates as well they were like what are you thinking and yeah, I mean, and I was like, <laughs> I've always been, I feel like we egg each other on so much yeah. because I just think that your life is kind of made up of fuck it moments. I hope we're, can we swear? We can swear. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it. I think the la, the la, the la, your life is me. Um, no, because otherwise, what is life if you can't have these fuck it moments? And I know it's really scary at the time, but like choosing to do that, I think is is so formative of of yourself, and it's it's really empowering to be in a situation and be like, do you know what? I, this is not what I want at all, and I need to do something about it. And it takes a lot of sort of confidence inside to actually go through with it but once you do it it kind of leads you into lots of different places and it's so important yeah um maybe I've done maybe too many 
but I, I don't, don't think there's it. a thing I don't think there's too many I think you have to you have to just do them yeah you have to do them you know when the time is right to do them as well like I think I've never wanted to settle with something that I'm not happy in ever and I don't know where that's come from I think I don't know maybe when we were growing up we were encouraged quite a lot to do what we want and there's I've never experienced like a pressure of having to do a certain thing um maybe that's where it comes from I feel quite blasé like both my parents are quite creative um and I've never wanted to just like settle in something and I think you have to try different things out in order to know that that's not what you want yeah um like I remember being at uni and they were like yeah you can do an internship wherever you want and I was like hmm where could I do an internship I was like ah New York City I mean, <laughs> there. I've never been to America before but I'm sure it'll be fine I'm 20 years old drank a bottle of red wine sat at my kitchen table and just booked a one-way ticket to New York didn't know anyone didn't have an internship and uh and yeah it was great it was great summer I think that was one of the best things you could have done. Yeah, and I just, I don't have any regrets because I've met so many of my friends I'm still really close with today and just actually learned so quickly because I was on my own and I needed to, I needed to learn how to make friends. I needed to learn how to like actually turn up and show up for myself because I, I had no other choice but to do that because I don't have any family or, or any friends existing sort of out there. Um, and I think that really set the tone for like the entire entirety of my 20s was like these fuck it moments. Um, and even going into like my first graduate job, I was like, yeah, I'm going to have a career in PR. And I've, it's funny, isn't it? You go through these times of thinking like, oh yeah, I can, I can have a career in PR. I'm going to be all like good and proper and like do what people expect of me. But then you're just like, do you know what? Fuck it. Like, I really hate this so much. I need to leave. And you just do. And then you leave and then you do something else and you don't enjoy it. And then you leave. And I just, I don't know. I think it's, it's one of the best things you can do is, is be able to, to know that you've got yourself and you, you, you can back yourself and you'll be okay. Um, there's always, exactly. And there's always, if, if you land in a spot where you're a bit stuck, there's always a way out. It's not like you, you're going to go and run off to New York. You're only going there for a, a few months. It's not like you're going to go there and be like, well, I'm screwed now. I'm here. I've got nothing. And I'm going to have to live in a box because you've gone out there with some sort of plan. You've not gone out there thinking, well, there's nowhere I can stay. Um, I've got nothing supporting me. Like you, you always have a small plan. Like when I went to Australia, although I only had 500 pounds, I knew I could get a job out there because I was going on a working holiday visa and I contacted so many people before I went out there and was like, right, farm work, hit me up. What can I get? And I got loads of responses and they were like, yep, you can go here, you can go here. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to struggle financially. And I didn't even cross my mind when I make friends. Like I didn't even seem to think about the friend aspect. I was just that, I don't know why that didn't cross my mind. It didn't scare me. I was like, it'll be fine. Things will work mm-hmm. out. Whatever happens, things will work out. I didn't even think, I don't know anyone out there and I'm going to be on my own. Mm. It was weird. Like I just didn't, it's, it's it didn't so worry me. Brave. It's just so brave. And I think you learn bravery by, by putting yourself in situations where maybe you're a little bit uncomfortable. 
um but I do, yeah I do think you do need to do like a tiny bit of planning just just know maybe like the first couple of weeks and have that in your mind like I set up a couple of interviews and I got quite lucky with where I was staying because a friend was coming back to the UK for the summer so I could kind of go into her um place but I do think like you've got to remind yourself that everything is quite temporary so even if you know you you kind of are there and you're like oh my gosh like what have I done it's not forever you know you can come back or you can change your situation with another fuck it moment yeah um but it's um I think a lot of people think that when I say things like this I like oh yeah but you would have been fine but you almost need to take your ego away as well because in order to really move into a space that you're really happy you need to put your ego to one side and just do what you need to do like up until May last year I was still working in a cafe I'd go and do like teach classes or do whatever I was doing which was like oh this is like really great and then the next moment I'd be cleaning up snotty tissues from people's plates and like it's just it's such a a contrast but I had to do it because I had to pay my rent and I had to get through so I think you kind of need to if you want to live in that way or you want to be in that kind of place where you you can flourish and grow you have to deal with the discomfort and get your hands a bit dirty I think that's my main learning yeah I think if you don't you're just gonna kind of float through life and I think there's um there's a quote over there. I can't see it from here, but it's something like when you get to the end of the life, end of the life, when you get to the end of your life, you don't sit there and think about all the dreams you had that you didn't fulfill. You think about the fact that you, like if you didn't have those dreams and you didn't try to fulfill them, then you're going to be really disappointed. You're not disappointed that you didn't reach the potential of those dreams that you had because you actually had the, the courage to have those dreams but if you've you've never taken a chance you've never done a fuck it moment and you've never just tried something that's what you'll regret you'll regret getting to the end of your life and being like I, I lived really safely I mm. lived within my means always I never really left my comfort zone and it, it you are right that the fuck it moments are what makes your life because you look yeah. back on them and you think some of them are bad. Some of them you go, why did I do that? I shouldn't have done that. That was a mistake. Wow. I've really got myself in a pickle there and I wasted loads of money or, you know, terrible things happened, but it's a story to tell. Yeah, and it's you, a story. you can say you did it. Yeah. And you learn from it as well. You learn from it. You, and I just, I don't know. I, I think I love, I love the prospect of, of making a mistake um, and I can't wait. I'm, I know going forward in my life, I'm going to make loads of mistakes, big ones and small ones, but I almost can't wait to make them because I know that I will grow and learn from those mistakes I haven't made yet. Um, and like so many things will go right as well. And there'll, there'll be amazing things that happen. There'll be things I, I do wrong and I would maybe do better if I knew that it was going to go wrong, if you know what I mean. Um, and I just, I just feel like you do... I don't know you would regret not even trying to get there and also by trying you might be directed in a slightly different way and you might end up somewhere else that you wouldn't have known had you not tried to do the initial thing yeah um I find it with like tv presenting like 
we were both and I know you're, for it. you're gonna get yeah you're gonna get there but like I was so I was so adamant that that is exactly what I was gonna do I just was like yeah like that is my path and I fought it so much but if I hadn't tried to pursue that path I wouldn't be doing cake and yoga club yeah. because that led me into knowing that I didn't want to work full-time because I wanted to be around to audition and I was like okay so what can I do that would open me up so I could audition for things well I need something that I can know I'm teaching a class in the morning and the evening so I have all day to be in London auditioning um but then I was like well actually I really love teaching yoga I want to do that wanted to do a cooking program about cakes and I was like well actually cake and yoga like they go together really well and I was like well like, maybe I'll just maybe I'll just do that. Like, I'm really happy to do that. But I wouldn't have known if I hadn't have tried to change my life to be in a certain way so I could do something else. Like, it, it's really funny to look back and know that every step you made kind of led you to where you are now. Um, mm. And it's good to reflect on that and to know why that happened um, as well. And it's never too late. People think that they're too old to do things, but you're literally... It's no, never... never. No. ever too late to try something new or to try and pursue your passion like if you're listening to this and you're like oh well I really actually I really wanted to do that but I now think I'm I'm too old to try or I don't have the skills like just just make the first step yeah and make the first bucket moment and get yourself there you won't regret it and um, I think there's the, a lot of people don't do those things they want to do when they get older because they think they're too old and there's a, a big thing about not being confident in yourself and feeling like you'll fail and feeling like you're not good enough and I think it's really valid to have those feelings but don't let them stop you from trying because if you do then you will never know if it could have gone somewhere and even if it doesn't go anywhere then you're still enjoying it like if it's a passion project for you you're still doing something you enjoy whether you're making money from it or not that's a a different story but as long as you're you're doing something that you enjoy and you're finding love in it then it's fine but if you don't try and pursue it in one way or another you're only going to kind of keep going through your life thinking what if I did that would my mm -hmm. life be different if I had done that is that actually what I wanted to do like you just you just kind of have to like try everything don't you yeah you've just got to almost be courageous in being bad at something new <laughs> like you've got to get really comfortable with being pretty shit at something for a minute um and like yeah like I, not everything needs to be like a, a sort of profitable thing like the things that you do that you just do it for the pure passion or curiosity that are the th those are the things that enrich you and make you feel really happy and um, because there's no pressure behind behind it like you might want to get you might want to do a yoga teacher training um but you have no interest in teaching yoga you just want to know more about the practice same goes for i guess anything in life it, it's good to dive deeper into those things without having an expectancy of that you need to make it into this like career um, I definitely think that we can get a little bit lost, especially us sort of millennial types. We're sort of like to be quite entrepreneurial and like try our best, but it's nice to do something for the pure love of it and just to give it a go. But yeah, you've got to learn to be quite rubbish at something yeah. and to make no, those mistakes. No one starts off amazing. <laughs> no, no one does. And like, 
I don't know, I'm feeling a bit pumped up because I watched um, The Last Dance, not the dance film, but the, um, <laughs> the Michael, <laughs> the last yeah, yeah. Dance, the Michael Jordan thing. Um, and I'd recommend anyone listening to, to watch it. It's so good. It's so inspiring. And you know that it does, it does take that work to, to try something and actually you've got to persevere and to pursue it. Um, and like he wasn't very good neither were like many people who started off in any industry you, you start a little bit crap <laughs> I actually you think at yourself I know I actually think some of the best and the greatest people out there did start off really badly and the fact that they started off in such a bad way has only made them better because they've kind of gone wow I suck that was not good <laughs> so I'll improve and then they look at it again and they go okay that again not great I'll try it again and I think even the people who are the best at what they do whether that's singing acting playing basketball being a footballer even now they will heavily critique themselves because they are forever improving and forever thinking about ways that they can get better which is all you can do as a human being anything you yeah. do is a practice like yoga it's a yeah everything is a practice you're never going to be the best because like tomorrow's you is better than yesterday's you so you're always competing with yourself in some way you just need to not compete with other people around you because as soon as you do that that's when you start thinking actually I'm not as good as them they're really good I suck I'm gonna give up yeah it's it's I found so much over lockdown the comparison thing is so ripe um and it's funny because even the people you compare yourself to you see them posting like the fact that they're also struggling with comparison you wonder are they comparing themselves to me and I'm comparing myself to them and then we're both feeling shit about it it's just you wonder about that and it's such a weird one because before when we were growing up i I feel so fortunate that we didn't have such a heavy influence on things like Instagram because it's it's so damaging for, for anyone at any age just to be looking at so many people's stuff and you're comparing yourself to so much that it ends up just squashing you and you feel like this big. Um, and I just, I don't know, it's it's one that I'm, I think we're all still trying to learn how to manage that in our own psyche of like yeah. how to not allow yourself to compare and allow yourself to feel bad about it because you are on your own path. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, um, it's a weird one, but I'm trying to put my phone down a lot more these days and to not scroll um, and just to put out there what I need to, and then kind of try and step back rather than yeah. just looking what everybody else is doing. Cause it's, you always end up putting your phone down and being like, oh I feel like a bit shit now and you feel really flat you feel really uninspired and you kind of want online space to be somewhere that makes you feel really inspired and sort of like fired up to get going but oftentimes it doesn't which is a bit of a shame um, yeah I, th I think being in lockdown as well a lot of people if they're not working at home like me I'm spending some days just sat on my phone and I can see my report I have it down as a report on my phone to alert me how long I've spent on my phone and some days I'm on there for six seven hours and I think no wonder I'm in a bad mood I've just spent six or seven hours out of my day 
looking at other people on the internet and thinking they look great they're doing amazing things and I'm sat here on my bed doing nothing and it's not helpful it just makes you feel really really bad and then you find yourself being like well what's the point I've got no inspiration to do anything I really don't want to do it now because I just don't think that I'm as good as xyz out there and you just get on top of yourself and it's just the most unhelpful thing ever and everyone always says to me and it's something that is always been like a quote that I've really tried to live by that comparison is the thief of joy so I try and always think if I just keep comparing myself I'm just going to get more and more miserable and think myself so much worse than I am and yeah social media can definitely be like the devil for you like really can just drag you down it can and I I it sadly I think we all feel like that as well all of us um everyone's it's like a really vicious cycle um and we're all kind of really encapsulated by it and I I find with like the yoga practice and all of that you know when you're so far away from that space of being like really present and you can feel it and it just feels so heavy and horrible that you're just like "Ah, I just need to like chuck my phone to the other side of the room and like get out and about and it's really amazing to do that um, and sleep without my phone like I turn it off and put it somewhere else so I'm not on it because rolling and scrolling is just like the worst thing it's so bad and you just start your day off in the worst way because you look down you see you've got like an instagram notification you're like oh actually i wonder what that is is that like a bloody new follower or have i got another booking and you're like checking for it and then like if it doesn't if it's not on your like um expectation so it's not one of those things that doesn't give you that little spark of gratification then you're like oh like what's the what's the point and you just feel down at the start of your day and it's just like it's horrible it's horrible it's really it's such an awful feeling and so is the same thing but going going to sleep at night when you're just checking and checking and still working in some ways or you tell yourself you're working but really you're not no um, I'm just and trying what to looking for what are we looking what are we for? looking for i don't know it's like <laughs> it's, it's, the it's weirdest insane. thing like this morning oh. i had nothing to i woke up really early um i woke up at about 6 a.m this morning and i got on my phone and i was like right i'll do a workout in a minute and then i blinked and suddenly it was half past seven and i was like oh i'll do a workout in a minute and i continued doing that and all i was doing so embarrassing I was opening instagram I was looking through my stories, looking through my posts and was like, oh, they're doing this, they're doing that. I'd close it. I'd put my phone down and not joking, five seconds later, I'd pick up my phone and do the same routine. And I was (laughs) like, I am literally the most, this is weird. I am so sucked into my phone right now that I can't exist without it. Yeah, you're not alone. No, and I was like, I can't do my morning without being on my phone and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and seeing what other people are doing. And I don't understand why I can't just put it down. I'll even put the TV on. I put on the OC this morning. I was like, oh, I'll watch a couple of episodes. Put it on. I sat there on my phone and was like, I have no idea what's just happened in that episode. And I was like, wow, okay, this is a problem. This is such a problem. And I put my phone down. I put it on charge because it had already lost pretty much all its charge from 
being awake and it wasn't even 10 a.m and I was like right my phone is staying on charge it's staying away from me and I'm gonna just forget about it the rest of the day and to be honest I've not really been on it since but it's awful just because well, I felt like I've got nothing to do yeah yeah I think a lot of people it's so ingrained in us now that routine of just being on our phone and scrolling and scrolling for sort of no reason there's never a reason really to scroll is there no. you're trying to like catch up with like what the rest of the world is doing um and I'm and it's so hard to sort of recognize that actually like whilst we're doing all of this scrolling we're missing out on so much and there's so much that we don't realize like when you look up from your phone you see so much like beauty and you recognize so much more detail about the world around you and the people around you as well you and you realize you miss out so much I feel like our our creativity and our ability to concentrate and focus has just like plummeted yeah um and it's quite embarrassing isn't it really when you think of it like just our lack our lack of being able to concentrate on one thing is embarrassing horrific I'm, I'm really trying to uh change that but you find your mind sort of telling you that you you must like I must post this and it's it's hard when you're I guess a big part of cake and yoga club is on its instagram especially right now um a lot of it revolves around online online and sort of marketing and stuff like that so it's quite difficult to decipher what is productive work and what is me just procrastinating and yeah. doing things for no good reason because it's it's really difficult to tell sometimes it's just a mad the world's crazy the fact that we're all addicted to social media we're in a pandemic like who would have thought that when we were like babies this is what would happen it's, oh, mad. it's mental if someone's to say to someone who lived like a hundred years ago that this would be happening they would be like what they would just not be able to comprehend like these tiny little screens tiny with- screens that suck our faces like suck our faces in like we touch our screens you know and our phones more than we touch like the people we love the most I know it's crazy and that is like really embarrassing um so I don't know and I don't know about you but I really I've been trying to cultivate some form of like routine I'm not really much of a routine person but I feel like it would be very good for me and quite good for a lot of people to try to um I call it like the TLC routine, the art of TLC, but things that I would love to invite into my my life in the morning and evening to try and sort of bookend my days with something that's actually yeah. going to make me feel really good that does not involve my phone. Um, but I think it's it looks very different for every single person, like what what you need, like what do you need in the morning? I just need to like a glass of water and to stretch first thing in the morning that's that's all I need I don't need my phone yeah I'm just a dog I need to stretch and some water but we're all animals aren't we like that's the thing we I think we try we think that we're better than that but we are just mammals yeah we are pure and simple we're just animals we are just animals and to think like dogs would be bloody crazy if they had phones like (laughs) imagine they'd all be obese they'd all be 
obese and like comparison and really self-conscious <laughs> my tail yeah yeah my tail's so much longer than all the others <laughs> I don't know I, I think if you think of it that way like that it's so simple what you really do need like you need a good drink of water something nutritious to eat you need to stretch your body you need to get outdoors and that's we don't need to overcomplicate these things we just need to allow ourselves time to do that and kind of form that discipline um that we can avoid something that we are we are addicted to yeah um, so i'm going to try i'm going to try and do that moving forward yeah me i think too. that would help with so much of of life right now in this current climate, climate. of craziness mm. i think we all need to look at what we can do personally to just make us feel a little bit more um i guess just good and looked after because i know that everybody's screen time and everything like that is so much up at the moment if we can focus on that then hopefully as a as a sort of community we can start to heal and feel better if we look after ourselves a little bit more um, sure and I think ooh, I'm getting very deep here I know but I think that's right like pandemic the pandemic has kind of brought this out of us all and this is a time to just be like right let's change let's let's be the people we want to be and get rid of those and just you yeah know, did you just throw your phone I just threw my phone yeah I just realized <laughs> no one can see what I just did I just threw my phone onto my bed you know it would make sure it didn't smash anywhere but <laughs> I threw my phone as well. You do do that. Though. You're like, I don't need you anymore, phone. You are not the boss of me. I'll go oh, crawling back then, for sure. Oh, I know, we always do. But I'd quite like to know what everybody thinks of all of yeah. this. Um, I don't think we're on our own here. I think everyone is feeling the same or similar, similar things yeah. around like all of these different topics. Be nice to open up the conversation. I think probably the best way to do it is probably through our Instagrams and contacting us there because I honestly to be honest I am new to the podcast world I don't even know if you can comment on podcasts I don't think you can can you um no yeah no I think I mean you can rate and review you can I rate think, and review <laughs> which is always good but um no I think yeah just on Instagram on our phones oh no let's write letters let's write letters to each <laughs> other by owl and uh, <laughs> um, carrier pigeon and uh, really go love... back to the roots yeah i think i mean writing letters is just such a nice thing to do mm. like it's such a lovely way of communicating with people or like little postcards and stuff but no maybe that's a bit of a stretch but no let's like definitely continue the conversation because it's um that's what it's here for is just to spark that and um hopefully we can like help each other to to find that same sort of new new normality i suppose yeah yeah new normal what what the hell what the hell is that what's the new normal what is the new normal no such thing but <laughs> the crazy time but it's been so much fun talking to you about all of this yeah it's been so you're good. um you're such a ray of sunshine <laughs> As you say, thanks so much for having me on it's um it's an honor i must say oh, sorry no, i've been so much no it's been great I... no i've loved it honestly it's been nice for me so i hope that everyone that listening is getting the same enjoyment that i'm getting out of it i'm sure they will because I'm, i don't know what it is something about you you're very calming you say all the right things and you're a very positive light so all the posy vibes 
Oh, the positive vibes. That's what you're all about. But no, I've, I've loved, um, I mean, it's weird because you are such a, I mean, like one of my bestest friends ever, but I still watch your YouTube videos. I think it's ingrained in me. Like every time you upload one, like I've got to watch it. Cause I love it. I love you. You're portraying so much good stuff at the moment. And oh, I thank you. And I really love following along with it. And I'm sure everyone listening to this, like really loves that as well. And it's good that you've continued to do that through this time. It's not easy. And I I'm blushing. Need that. <laughs> oh, everyone needs a friend like you. <laughs> everyone needs a friend like you. Oh, I love you. Oh, I love you too. <laughs> and let us know all your socials. Where can we find you? So you can find me at Cake and Yoga Club um, on Instagram. I'm just on Instagram, Cake and Yoga Club. Obviously, through that, you can find me at Imi May underscore but I'm never really on there I'm behind Cake and Yoga Club always um yeah check it out there's lots of stuff going on so um have a little look and see what you want to join and uh and yeah that's about it oh I'm so excited <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, honestly Immy's Immy's a great person to follow on social media so I 10 out of 10 recommend and what she's doing is just so positive and it's, it's really nice for everyone. It's very inclusive and yeah, it's like sort of, I would say, changing the way we look at exercise and yoga. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I thoroughly enjoyed talking with Immy today. It was such a pleasure to have her on as a guest. And as I said, I think she is truly just a wonderful human being. And I hope that you guys got to hear that too. And I think she said some really good nuggets of like very inspirational things there. So I hope that there's a lot that you can take away from today's episode. I certainly know that there's a lot I can take away from that conversation I had with Immy. I hope that you all really enjoyed today's episode and I hope to see you all again next Sunday for another episode. <laughs>